Hello, Hello. everybody. My name is Cass. And this anime is for jerks, and this month we are discussing Red Line, directed by Takeshi Koike, and produced by... Who produced this? Madhouse. Uh, And produced by Madhouse. Alex, I know the answer to this. Did you like this movie? (laughs) Uh, nope. I didn't either. Looks great. Everything else. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, this movie. This... Fuck. Dude. Uh, this is... Yes. What was the last movie that we both hated? Mirai? Was it? Um, well, we did the problem is when we didn't hate Mariah. We were just yeah. kind of like this. I mean, and, and here too. Like, I like I think you summarized it good earlier. You were like, "I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed." Yeah. This this movie is my reaction. to This movie is I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like there, like it could like it's 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 more just like so much wasted opportunities. Yeah. It's. It like there's is the pieces there's the pieces of like like I was <laughs> like a friend of the show CT was asking what we were what we were watching this month and I was like Red Light it's like uh, Fast and the Furious the anime but with a worse plot <laughs> which is remarkable I've because I, I, I've seen some of those Fast and the Furious films uh, uh, yeah like I don't, I don't like Fast and the Furious like. I mean, going into this, I was like, oh, this is Fast and Furious the Anime, because, like, we've got, like, a, a, a boring, uncharismatic male lead who uh, kind of, who was in prison, but got 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 out, and then now, now is uh, racing under sort of false pretenses. I could, but, have, like, I could have braced myself better for this movie if I had examined the poster more carefully, because it has the dude's <laughs> face on it. Uh, and I would have realized that they thought that he was cool. But the poster on Wikipedia is really small, so it's hard to tell that it's a picture of a person. Um, it's hard to tell that it's a picture of, but like if I had been able to correctly parse the poster in the top right of the Wikipedia article on Redline, the other thing that I that should have been more of a red flag is how fucking insanely long the plot summary is on this Wikipedia oh, article. No. It's so long. And it says, it, there is a little a little template message there that says, this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Please help improve by removing unnecessary details and making it more concise. And having, having watched this film, I can say that I don't think that it can be any less complicated. I feel like this is the minimum length plot synopsis that you could do. because the thing about this movie is that so like i was reading because i was reading the reception because i'd never heard of this movie when you brought it up i literally never heard of it um and i so i was looking at like the the release and reception section on the wikipedia article and it talks about like um you know some some may dislike its techno soundtrack and quote minimal plot but it's the most insanely exciting, visually exhilarating anime, anime film you've seen in decades. Um, and because I, I, what I was worried was that this was going to feel like a short film that was stretched to feature length. Right. And it kind of does feel like that, but not in the way that I expected. Um, instead, it goes the other way where they were like, oh, we have these cool race scenes, but the two race scenes don't make up a feature length film. So we need to put in a long section in the middle with a bunch. Like, I did not. I didn't understand the plot of this movie. Like, I'm not a there, dumb yeah, there, person. There, there, are like, there are like three different plots. Yeah, like I, I'm Coming not, on. I'm not a stupid person. I need you to believe me on this. Uh, <laughs> our, our loving audience, I need you to believe me that I'm not a stupid person. I, I have read a Thomas Pynchon novel. Uh, I am capable of understanding complex plots. I did not understand the plot of this movie. I couldn't follow it. Um, and eventually, like, the plot just lost me so much. Like, I was trying to keep up as it was, like, trying to explain to me what was going on, and I couldn't. And then eventually, like, I just lost interest because the plot moved on without me understanding it. Yeah, and then it was I'm just in sure. a universe where... I'm and not then, sure it understood what it was. <laughs> at a certain point, so. it escalated so much that it was it wrapped around and was good again. Where, like, it stopped, <laughs> it stopped caring whether or not you were right, following right, along. Right. And then it was taught, there's, like, a guy, he's, like... 
I use like some sort of like big. He looks like fucking like a fucking guy from uh, 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 Legend of the Galactic Heroes, but he's like a robot, and he's also the thing. And he's like, you can't, you can't let them get Funky Boy. Um, you know, they, they, Funky Boy must not be awakened. And they're talking, and like if that's not a weird translation, literally you can hear them say Funky Boy. Yeah, 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 it, it, yeah. It 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 pivots into this completely out of control. Like, uh, not like you, you mentioned that it was. You mentioned uh, earlier, like, how do I not like this movie when it's like, uh, like, like Akira, Speed Racer, Ava, and uh, Porco Rosso. Yeah, and yeah, and, and yet it's bad. Yeah, uh, and I, this I thought, movie, I thought this was... movie is a chocolate cake with a steak inside of it. <laughs> and I thought it was less Ava at the end and more like, like the the weird like the funky when Funky Boy emerges that reminded me more of like Nausicaa. Were those like? Oh uh, yeah, like it reminded me a lot of like, Akira and also Nausicaa. Yeah, yeah, definitely Akira. Like especially when, uh, like Machine Head was like his weird like robot muscles were exploding in the final uh, also there's a bit at the end that is just like uh adolescence of utena oh shit you're right that's what it is it it was a big (laughs) mistake to think he was the only one who could turn into a car is what is well the the funny thing is is they they end up ditching the car entirely by the end of it anyway we should probably try to summarize what what Okay. What we know of the plot. So this movie takes place in a universe where there are, it's in the future, Air. and hover cars are replacing traditional cars, but there are still races held by enthusiasts for no, they're, they're, traditional... They're air cars cast. Yes, they're air cars. Um, so yeah, so like, so literally in in the, the text, I could read the katakana air car, and it means air car. But that's that's Wasaego. That's not English. Like you can't just tra- like you can't just because it's two English words doesn't mean you can put it into the English subtitles and expect Air me car. to know what the fuck you're talking about or not read it as insane. That Air whole car. line, yeah. So they're air cars. But like, if you a responsible translator would call them hover cars because that's what we call them in English. Air cars. Um. um. Yeah, but yeah, like the the copy of the subtitles that we had, I'm scrolling up to like find. No, fuck it, I'll just. It's the, literally the first screenshot of my screen. Just what am I doing? And it's, it, it, it it translates this line of Japanese text as when cars are giving up wheels in their changeover to the air cars, <laughs> which is is just like and like the oh, rest of the movie beautiful. is not subtitled this poorly. It's just one beautiful... It's just this one beautiful line where this person just... Whoever was subtitling this just was like, I don't know, dude. I, like, kind of... I know what the nouns are. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But, nonetheless, there are there are uh, illegal street racers in space... Yeah. Who do, um, ...who do ground car races. Yeah. Except for... And there are no rules except that you have to use an old-style engine. Uh, what is what does that even mean? Like, like Crab Girl has her car is a hovercraft essentially. Yeah, which it's like so it's because it's like they're talking about like the air cars, like hover cars and stuff like that. But like these cars aren't traditional. But like a hover car would could still have like a two stroke engine in it. Like a like <laughs> that's not how you make a car fly. You don't make a car fly by changing the engine. <laughs> airplanes have the same kinds of like they still have internal combustion engines like cars do they're different ones but they still have internal combustion engines like that's not how you make something fly <laughs> that's what you think um anyway so there's this fucking incredibly sick opening sequence where we get to see um all of the so there it's it's an opening sequence at the race called the yellow line and so like every five years I, I i think they said there's this race series that leads up to the red line which is the titular race which is like the the sort of like ultimate it's like the olympics of retro style car racing um and it also like like the the thing that the racing in this reminded me the most of was like wipeout for the playstation uh, <laughs> or or kind of f-zero um, but yeah, like a they're, little bit... they're definitely like, uh, especially when, the, when those bounty hunters show up, that's yeah. just like, 
uh, Black Bull from F Zero. <laughs> yeah, like this is it's like big it's big time Wipeout or F Zero, um, and and like because what I was watching is when the plot was getting really boring, I was thinking like I wish this movie was a video game because <laughs> like like the the sort of the the thing that is baffling to me about this movie ultimately is that they have this kick ass opening sequence and then they decide to end the car racing do not show any cars driving whatsoever for 30 minutes and then end the movie with a car race which is insane that's such a bad choice compared to like what you would like this is a movie where the draw is seeing really well animated car racing why would you let even five minutes go by without me seeing a car driving (laughs) let alone have an extended scene where like they go to like a weird seafood restaurant and then like some army guys bust in and do something that doesn't make any sense because they haven't explained the plot adequately maybe they ran out of money like that's what it, this feels like. It feels like oh, we don't have enough money to make the cool part of this movie the whole movie. We only have enough money to make the cool part of this movie the first ten minutes and the last twenty minutes. Um, which you know, maybe make a short film then, because um, this could have been right. sick if it were a short film. But like, but yeah. So so we we come in and we're following mainly. Like it's like- it's also, it's also weird that like like Madhouse is like not like they're not some scrappy are, indie studio, right? Right. So it's a, it'd be surprising, yeah, for that to be the case. So uh, who knows? Yeah, Madhouse are one of the most well-known studios in anime. Anyway, uh, yeah. So so sweet JP, who is our our Yankee Paul Walker. Yes, he's uh, yeah he's got he's, an enormous pompadour and a leather jacket, and he's in last place. Uh, instead, so instead of racing for the racing as an undercover cop like Paul, actual Paul Walker, he he's racing for the mafia. Uh, is that what's happening? He, I, I gen, like I I, I understood yeah. that there was some sort of relationship between that weird freaky guy who kept shoving his fingers in his mouth and yeah, so that, Paul Yankee Paul was, Walker. Yeah, uh, so that was the mob boss. Uh, so yeah, weird dude who who shoves like but I didn't understand on, on, what... his, on his gums or whatever is yeah as a mob boss. Then he then uh, f- G- sweet JP his like old friend and teammate Frisbee uh, got into a lot of trouble and ended, ended up being essentially kind of like owned by the mafia because he owed them so much money. And so JP enters the race and then. Uh, and for some they, reason related to betting, the mob boss doesn't want him to finish first. Yeah, so he he like he stays at last, then like catches up to like fuck with the odds, and then they like blow his car, blow his engine. Yeah, because he decides he I want to actually loses. win this race. I don't want to lose on purpose just for my stupid mob boss. And then they blow up his car as he's about to cross the finish line, and then. Uh, our other character, who should have been the protagonist of this film, Crab Girl. I don't remember her actual name. Um, uh, I yeah. <laughs> uh, Cherry Boy Hunter <laughs> Sonoshi McLaren. They called her Sonoshi yeah, so McLaren, they, and I thought so when yeah, I they, saw that they gave, made her last name McLaren, I thought that was going to be the thing that I was most mad about about this movie was a bad <laughs> car name. Um, uh, so yeah, so they yeah, it's so confusing because they call they call her Cherry Boy Hunter, and then they call her uh, Crab. What's what, what, uh, Shinoshi? Crab Sinoshi. So she her name is and then they Sinoshi her, McLaren, and then her car is it, called Crab Sinoshi. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if the if it was her name or her car's name. Her car is called Foster's. Crab Sinoshi for some reason. Crab Sinoshi. Things of that nature. Yes, Crab Sinoshi thinks of that nature. And she's really hot and cool and she has colored hair and she should have been the protagonist of this movie because she has a character arc. Uh, or and, and, a pers- and a personality. She has a personality, crucially. But yeah, she could, well, she doesn't actually have a character arc is the thing. Is that they put they gave her the setup for a character arc and then didn't finish it. Um, and then because fucking she's not important. Because she's not important. But yeah, yeah, she's cool and hot and her boobs are big and they bounce around. It's great. <laughs> uh, um... So yeah, she she 
wins the race and then jp goes to the hospital um and he where he like meets up with frisbee who like gives him a big suitcase full of cash for some reason um his, probably his cut of the whatever whatever fixing uh, out of the money from the fixing was and then but then shocker of shockers it turns out some of the people uh, who and some of the invitees to redline have dropped out because <laughs> it's like an insanely stupid race yeah so they, pro- they announced you're probably the gonna die if you do it. The, the they've announced the location of redline is on quote robo world Yes. Um, so, and, so when, and, I, when I said Italy was street Ro- racing in space, I wasn't kidding. And Robo because- World is apparently some sort of active war zone for some reason. Which so it's it's basically <laughs> I didn't like think it was active. I thought it was just like a a military, like a planet with a military installation that was kind of like not basically off limits to every other I like, didn't understand. It's b- basically it's okay. like if they announced that the next F1 Grand Prix was in Syria. Um <laughs> is 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 the vibe. Um and yeah, and so and so a couple of racers are like, "You know what? I I've, I've got better things to do <laughs> than that than just go die." And so then JP gets gets uh gets an invite to fill the slot and Frisbee's like, "No, this is <laughs> Please don't do this. And JP's like, yeah, let's fucking go. Um, so yeah, and then he goes there and he gets into a really boring long convert. He like meets, he like goes to like exchanges currency for the local currency and all of the like service workers on this planet are ha- have like major anxiety disorders for some reason. Uh, because and are just... Having their asses kicked by uh, like this military yeah, they're all weird and like like sobbing and really angry for so I that I it never comes up again and it never it isn't really set up very well. It's right, just right. weird. It, yeah, it makes it's 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 a completely bizarre kind of like uh like one minute uh like I can't even tell if it's supposed aside. to be a joke. It's, I think yeah, it's supposed it's to be bananas. a joke, but I can't tell. Uh, and then, yeah, but then, and, like, and then he goes, has a goes really to, long goes to a fancy restaurant. And no, meets before then, he has a he has a long, boring conversation with the the mechanic from oh, the Boilerman. Yeah, the Boilerman. Oh, man yeah. So, away, which I don't who remember became a mechanic. Of. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, a guy. He's got like long, freaky arms, and he's a mechanic. And then he has like a JP has like a bunch of long, boring conversations with him and with with Febreze, Febreze Frisbee, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him Febreze for non. Please do. Um, so he has these long, boring conversations. See, it's it's so it's so tedious. Um, so yeah. So he so he so Febreze wants him to use this like out of control engine that will explode if you look at it wrong, and the Boilerman doesn't want him to. And JP's like, do what Febreze says, uh, and then shut up, go back to your boiler. Uh, and he walks away. Yeah, and then he goes, he goes to this to fancy the... fish restaurant and and meets up with, with Crab Girl, who's eating lobster, but, like, not normal lobster. And she's it's, cool. It's spaghetti and... soup. Yeah, it's it's spaghetti soup, <laughs> lobster so like, Europass style is what he's he like, describes that. Are you going to eat that? And she, like, she like picks up her fork and, like, the, the spaghetti is turns out to be, like, it's just, like, it's like fucking tiny tube tube worms. worms. Yeah. And she just, like, she just looks at it for, like, a beat. Drops her forks, goes, oh, God. Yeah, and then fucking Dr. Zoidberg shows up uh, from Futurama. He walks into the, he walks into the scene, um, and he asks if he can eat, out, eat her out uh, in, in so many words. He's like, may I perhaps taste some of you as well tonight? Yeah, it really and he's like, And she's like, please, Dr. Zoidberg, no. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So this is where, like, yeah. The, oh, this and this this scene also sets up like with top ten anime betrayals, where where uh, JP is like, you seem like you seem like an engine nerd who has no interest in men, right? And she's like, yep, I don't. You know when somebody for... says that in an anime that the girl you know, is gonna fall know. in love with him. Like, it's not even a betrayal. Yeah. That's just like that's basically a pickup line. <laughs> is is what that is. Anyway. Say you have no in- if you're an anime yeah. character and you tell a girl you have no interest in men, she's gonna be on your dick by this evening. 
so so her so, pants yeah, so, are already so, off. Th- so this is yeah this is that's where that's where kind of her the 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 film not fridging her but damseling her which is almost as equally bad actually worse uh i think now i'm thinking of <laughs> harry potter quote or her mind is like we could have been killed or worse expelled <laughs> we could have we could have been killed or worse damseled um because yeah. yeah like you were saying she she could have been this like complete like just like complete weirdo, unapproachable alien. Yeah, she could have been. Whereas, whereas I, whereas I described her as like a, from... as a as as ace icon crab girl. Yeah, she could have been the fucking uh, Rickenbacker girl from Fully Cooly, which we should also watch in the future. Uh, but, but no, instead, we can't have anything nice. We can't have anything nice because the people who made this movie are have simultaneously too much imagination and no imagination. <laughs> like they design all these like crazy aliens and locations and cars and all this stuff and then they're just like the their idea of a plot like this it reads like they wrote this script on a typewriter like, and then <laughs> like and then and then just didn't go over it again like they just wrote a first draft in a typewriter and then they were done <laughs> oh, do you mean like, I thought you meant typewriter as in like it was written in the fifties and then like no I meant as in like I meant as in like no backspace. <laughs> okay yeah every idea that. that they had for this script ended up in the script um in the worst possible way yeah because yeah, bo- yeah, both, I mean... both alex and i have been watching riverdale recently and that is a show where every idea that anybody had for the script wound up in the script in the best way possible <laughs> yeah wish that that's our next podcast it's just riverdale god it, yeah it deserves it it's it's truly the american anime yeah, but yeah, because yeah, the plot veers from like, uh, just like Fast and the Furious, like like down on his luck racer bro, to weird political intrigue with like this war planet, to like fucking like monster battle. It's it's to, like the like it's the whole yeah, it, script it, just like reeks of just like underconfidence like they weren't sure that like the race itself and the drama of the race would be enough to carry the movie and so instead I mean, they put in a bunch of other shit i mean i mean it in some sense like they are right that jp is not it cannot carry a movie by himself he's not an interesting enough character yeah but like they like they like they had a different better character and like furthermore like they have all, all of these weirdos like this, sh- right, right, right. Like this should have been a movie about the weirdos. Okay, if if I like if I were if I were to if I were hired to go back in time to two thousand and eight or whenever they started production of this movie, the, the, we need a Snyder cut of the yeah, and and the and line. edit their script to be good. What I would do is I would have the entire thing take place over the course of the Red Line race, and then the, yeah. it would there would be flashbacks intercut, providing us with important character motivations. Uh, and character information so that the car stuff is always happening and is always like sort of what's happening that we're getting filled in on the stuff that happened previously that informs the actions of the racers during the race yeah but like none of these people have like interesting relationships to each other like they don't even really know each other we Um, we, well we get a we get a stupid flashback where like jp remembers seeing crab girl that uh, fucking doing like a derby race the fucking childhood flashback with the fucking soft bloom fucking (laughs) shit made me want to die I hated it. I hated every second yeah, of that. It, it, I like it the fucking fact. Sucked. It was just the late. It's just, that's just the laziest sort of character development. You can it was imagine. the. It was. It was atrocious. It was. Oh my god. Yeah, but yeah. This, instead, it, but like instead of of like thoughtfully providing us with information as it's needed, this movie just slams on the brakes and and exposition dumps us for 30 minutes while pretending it's doing plot stuff and And, like yeah and and none of the exposition is like it doesn't pay off it never goes anywhere yeah yeah like 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 especially when when like he's talking to frisbee and um the boilerman about like 
the engine they need. Like they talk for like fucking ten minutes for about <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's like it's it's nothing. it's the most it's the most kind of inefficient. Not, not even inefficient because it's not it, like it, it's it's not like it's taking it, a it's not like it's giving us plot the long way. It's it's not giving us anything. It's like it's it's just it's just. It's not. Like, it's just padding. Seinfeld. It's just like like just, you're <laughs> making a feature film. You can't put padding in it. That's for a television show. Like what it's are not, you? But it's, like even like any like even any padding is still can still kind of serve some purpose. I cannot I cannot for the life of me explain what purpose that bit of. That, no, that's like, why it's padding because its serves. only purpose is to inflate the runtime of the film to feature length. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's and then we wild. get into the actual red line race, and because of all of this, like it's you're unable to like actually pay it. Like it, so little of this movie is spent on cars racing because like five minutes into the like actual race section where the cars get back, like they set off a fucking N two mine and Funky Boy gets loose, and there's all this <laughs> shit happening, and they're not driving cars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so so, uh, so yeah. So because because the fan like the, the fan service they inflict on Crab Girl isn't enough. They also have, uh, yeah, because like, these cause two for, weird yeah racer girls who just like, uh, that's just their whole character. Uh, is yeah. is being fully nude with uh, they were coats only on. only puffy coats, and then so they're they like so so their like boss or whatever uh, throws out a bunch of chaff or something to like drop the racers uh, into the into the war zone so they can start their race, and then uh, our weird. Yeah, our weird uh, square military dude uh, screams a bunch and sends people to go kill them. So then there's, we get a bit of racing and fighting and shooting, and um, we get one, one very cool sequence where uh, two of the freaks shoot a missile at Crab Girl. <laughs> she like rolls down her window, pulls out a pistol, shoots the missile. <laughs> I missed this. I was checked out at this Wait, point. You miss okay, I made a gif of it. I'll I'll send it over. But it yeah, no that that little bit rules. Uh and then the Before the f- then we do have to mention that there is a bit where she's topless for no reason. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna uh, be the yeah, thumbnail, that, by the way. That was that was the most egregious bit of um misuse of her character. Yeah, Just like boobs. Yeah, they just, they don't think of, because, like, it's, I would be so willing to forgive so much of this stuff. Like, I'd be, I'd be willing to forgive them having her take her shirt off, or, or the, like, two bimbos in fur coats, if the movie was interesting to watch. <laughs> you know? Like, it's it takes a lot for me to watch a movie with this much copious titty in it, and it doesn't even have that much, and be like, bleh. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, it's 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 the whole thing is just lazy. Uh, so, yeah, so so roided out cop boy. Yeah, right. There's also uh, some sort of like cop who can turn into a car or something. I know that's a different. The guy no, who can turn into a car is a different guy. Yeah, the, if if you, if if anyone's read Kill Six Billion Demons, Machine Head is basically jacking off. Uh, he's ba- he's basically the, jacking off. Jagging off. Ja- he's jacking off. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, no, the yeah, the cop, the the, the cop fucker is uh, just this weird freak who, like, he he is, is the he's cop. the he's crime cop from that Thomas Violence tweet. Oh, I don't know. If I've seen that tweet. Oh, it's it's an off. But anyway, he loses control of his car and crashes into Funky Boy. Yeah, the legendary, uh, the year is 3403 AD. Crime is legal and cops are illegal. Only one man is willing to break the law to make the law <laughs> legal again. Crime cop. Oh, I remember that one now. <laughs> uh, 
uh, so Crab Cop crashes into Funky Boy's playpen and wakes him up. And now all shit's about to go to hell. So Funky Boy wakes up, starts screaming, and everything blows up. Because uh, he's a... What do they describe him as? I don't fucking know. Some sort of weapon. Um, so he starts he starts screaming and killing everything and blowing up all the cars. Uh, and then... Yeah, and then they detonate an N2 mine to stop Funky Boy, I think. Well, and they, then... they, no, they shoot the lasers from the, the space lasers. Uh, that had been so... They, were, they had space lasers that they were going to use to destroy all the red line racers. But some of, some of, some of the rogue... Some of the racers infiltrated the, the space station and deactivated them. And so they, that's why they couldn't kill all the racers from the jump. So eventually they finally, finally fixed the laser space station. But then now Funky Boy's gone rogue. And uh, he's, 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 he's uh, <laughs> Ill- illegal, apparently, according to like international space treaties. So they're like, <laughs> they're like, fuck this. Kill Fun- <laughs> just, just use the lasers on Funky Boy. Uh, and so they're like, all right, sorry, Funky, Funky Winkerbean. Oh, it's like fucking, uh, it's like they had to put down Harambe. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so so so, that, uh, so they should they they murder Funky Boy, and blow up everything again, and then uh, and then damselification intensifies when JP uh, finds Crab Girl. Her car has been totaled. His car is like in my head, totaled. despite despite the fact that I know what Funky Boy looks like and that he's like a horrible Akira monster. In my head, I imagine him as like a big ape. Because I was so just desperately hoping that he would even remotely resemble Funky Kong. Oh, yeah. If this movie, because I I said this in the Discord, if this movie has, if Funky Boy is Funky Kong, if Funky Kong is in this movie, I will forgive it all its transgressions. (laughs) And it failed. It failed. It failed to do Uh, the one thing that would have brought me around on its side again, which is Funky Kong. Gently consoling JP after his divorce. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a big argument while we were both watching it about whether JP has divorce, divorcee energy or not. It's not a big argument. It was uh, you. It was you being wrong and me being right. And I was arguing that he that uh, he grew this stupid Yankee pompadour after after his wife left him. No, J- JP's energy is that of a man who is thirty three years old and still fe- thinks he's twenty six. He has never at any That's... point had any real responsibilities or or anything in his life. He's just been he's just been sort of like coasting through life up to this point with his fucking stupid pompadour. And somebody at some point is gonna have to tell him that he he's a thirty two year old man now and he needs to get his shit together. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm I'm starting to come around to that interpretation of his energies. Yeah. Uh, Yankees don't have divorced energy. Yakuza have divorced energy. True. Yeah. Then we then we start, then we realize that literally everyone in Yakuza Zero has, is a divorcee. Yeah. Especially Kuze, who is who is like entirely composed of divorce papers. <laughs> but, yeah, but like that, like like the, the thing that you do when you become a Yakuza is you like gel your hair back and you wear like the loudest, most garish shit that you can, and you hang around mm-hmm. with women half your age. Like that's 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 divorced energy. True. That's very true. Whereas the thing uh, you do when so, you're a Yankee is you drive cars really fast and smash people's windshields with baseball bats. Who's the most divorced character in Red Line? Probably uh, the cop, right? Cop is pretty divorced. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the fucking, fucking uh, Frisbee, the mob boss, who keeps shoving his fingers in his mouth. Oh, yeah, the cocaine boss. Cocaine boss, yeah. He, uh... uh yeah, Frisbee's also pretty divorced. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, Excuse me, Febreze. Febreze, yeah. Anyway, so so uh, our soon-to-be-divorced couple, JP and Crab Girl, uh, they survived the multiple explosions from Funky Boy and the lasers. Uh, only one of their cars works, so they're like, all right, let's team up. I'm not sure how you can do that. There's no rules, <laughs> except that you have to use a retro uh, engine. And let's win. Let's let's win so we can make both of our dreams come true. Because he remembers in this, in this stupid little flashback where she crashes her derby car and, and starts sobbing 
for no reason. Yeah, and then she, and he she, for some she's like it's my dream like to win the red whole, line. Like, no, like his whole thing, like oh, you were arrested for match fixing before. Like he went to prison or whatever for match fixing, and he yeah. explains it, and then it just sort of like doesn't. Like it's never, it's not a conflict between them or anything. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's two yeah, yeah. exchange sentences that they have, and it doesn't right, right. amount to she, anything she, or go she, anywhere. She, she hears about it right before the race, and she's like, "Huh," and so like she doesn't like wish him good luck for the race, and then he tells her about it when they when they're both crashed, and that resolves that. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, and, it's, and it's, it's because, most, like, this show, like, like, wastes so much time on the stupid dinner bullshit ever. and all of this stuff that, like, if that were an issue that came up during the race that had to be resolved during the race and posed a threat to both, like, that sort of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be being the sort of, like, interpersonal struggle, then it has something to do, but, like, there's no relationship between the two of them. They ha- exchange, like, ten words of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> you know like they don't they don't really like and it's not even like like witty banter or anything like that it's just like jp comes over and says a bunch of shit and she like humors him and like it doesn't even feel like they're trying to make it look like she's smitten with him yeah. like like usually i can tell when like a movie is trying to make me feel like there's supposed to be like rem- sparks flying or whatever even if i don't see it but like it doesn't even it feels like they're just having a conversation and then at the end of the movie they make out yeah i love you crab girl i love you jp yeah because yeah because her car and then jp like sweeps, sweeps in and saves him and of course it's in his car and he's the yeah, one so she, steering she curls and... up on his lap like a little cat uh and then off they go and yeah uh, she oh ugh, it's disgusting then, it's despicable yeah yeah and then uh machine head um starts using the super secret like what the, i forget um, what they're fucking called he these, these, these magic gems that make they're like super nitro yeah he calls them uh or they're they're called steam something yes yeah, steam something and then the, the steam been, light is what they're called and then but, but then when he takes it he like eats it because he's a car he's the car i'm a car now too um oh yeah also when like when like the robot guy sends all of the dudes in to like shoot at them and like and like take all the racers out and they all like slide yeah. down like weird tubes and then get like zipped into like matrix suits yeah that's fuck that's that's weird. Like I, that was, I have... that, was, that was so bananas. Like yeah, they they just slurp into their little like machines and like zip up these weird poofy like things around their necks. Like they're like swaddled little starlings. Yeah, and that's when that's when the guy the guy who looks like Cyber Ganondorf is like smash those racers before they reach Zone Seven X. Yeah, they, funky yeah, they, boys try, they, they try and cram in this bizarre subplot between one of the soldiers and one of the like completely. unmemorable racers where they're like they were like they were like buddies in the military and then and then the the racer dude left and then it's so so the it's so and then the military guy like freaks out and like says he's joining the race (laughs) in order to beat it's so stupid yeah and then there's there's and like God, this this one sentence, if this whole movie was as good as this single screenshot that I have, where the guy says, Mr. President, we can't let Funky Boy destroy Robo World. (laughs) If the whole movie was as good as this single line of dialogue, this would be a masterpiece. But instead, we only find out about Funky Boy just now for no reason. And like, yeah. because like if the whole movie had like had this level of momentum where they were just like constantly introducing new shit, like, and it was all this like big long race where like shit kept coming up and there was all this like, like then I'd be willing to like get in and be like, yeah, Funky Boy, sure, whatever. Like, but it doesn't, right, like right. it just like, it it's like halfway through the, halfway through they realized the plot was going nowhere. So they just, com- they just, they, they just ditched <laughs> it and got a different plot. Yeah. That also goes nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, and then when, when Machine Head fucking, when he eats the thing, he like gets super ripped and like turns into a car and then he's like, behold, the platinum nitro charge. <laughs> and, then, and then yeah, the steam light thing has been, has been uh, checkoffed. It's the uh, only thing in this the very, entire very movie that has been set up and paid off appropriately. 
Yeah, is yeah. Crab Girl has has it on a necklace, and uh, oh yeah, and the Futurama guy is the one who noticed. He's like, oh, it's that steam light. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Zoidberg comes over and he's like, oh, you have a steam light around your neck. I'd love to. I'd love to eat that and your pussy. <laughs> and so, and so, yeah. Um, so yeah, so she throws it into JP's engine, and then they're both. Uh, them and Machine Head are bo- are both uh, platinum nitro drifting. Yeah, and uh, then yeah, they're both. And, and then, then they Machine drive Head really eat, fast, the Machine Head then... eats another one. Yeah, um, and then... oh, and then and then and then meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Frisbee has been having his moral crisis over whether or not he's gonna um, blow JP's engine like the Mafia dude wants him to. And so then he decides not to. And then Mafia Dude pulls in two of the most coked out motherfuckers you've ever seen in your life to kick the shit out of out of Febreze. Uh, and dude, the purple the purple suit guy is the funniest character. I don't remember like, any of this. I just started cackling as soon as I saw him. Uh, but too bad for him because the Boilerman somehow... Uh, intuited what the fuck was going on so he drives his motorcycle into the mob boss's lounge and shotguns yeah <laughs> i remember that murders all the 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 minions and <laughs> so he shoots these, these and two i'm just minions. sitting like when and i was the, seeing and, that and then, and then all the babes who are, i was like why why didn't you do that before if it was that easy <laughs> <laughs> and then the two, the, the two girls who are who are smooshing cocaine into the mafia guy's jaw gum are just like bye, <laughs> peace out. And then he, and then the boilerman sh- shoots the mafia dude, and that's that. Uh, and yeah. so, and so, huzzah, huzzah for the the, boiler, the guy boiler that the, the mafia dude reminded me of was like the most was like the weird Donald Trump rat man from Akira. <laughs> you know that guy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, but lo and behold, because Machine Head ate a second steam light, he is Poggin, and our, 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 our kids are falling behind. And so, and so guess what? Guess what? Boiler Man got pissed on beer and, uh, oh, yeah, blows, the, blows the detonator. And that turned out and, to be just what he needed. And, 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 and the, and so instead of, killing the engine it like launches them forward and destroys their car and they cross the finish line by a hair's breadth entirely because of jp's pompadour crossing the finish yeah. line and, and that's it, what and, i and saw then, and then, when i saw his fucking pompadour cross the finish line i decided i would never watch another movie ever again <laughs> i would go back in time and kill thomas edison and dw griffith and all of those motherfuckers the fucking trip to the moon guy popping him too to make sure that movies never happen. And so at that point, only to like, ensure that that fucking pompadour shot does not get seen by me. And the and the announcer's like, "Oh, JP and Crab Girl, what?" And I'm like, "There's no car. There's just two people cross the finish line. There's no rules. There's like, no like, rule. no rules. Just right red line. When did but like it." <laughs> I was like, ah. the rules no just t- right, and and I want to be clear, listeners, that if anything that we're describing makes this movie sound fun, no, the, watch the first ten minutes and then turn it off, yeah, or like come back in when Funky Boy shows up, Funky uh, Boy, you know, because like the last twenty minutes of this movie are kind of wild enough to be at least a little bit entertaining, but I was so checked out that I couldn't follow what was happening. Um, yeah. we need to do it. We need to do our own fan edit. We do. Um, it'll be, <laughs> yeah, it'll be 30 minutes long. Yeah. It's God, this movie. Yeah. If any of this sounds fun to you, don't watch this movie because it's not as fun as it sounds. Like it's so <laughs> much, it, it, it's so weird and chaotic and yet it manages to not be in any way fun because of that. It's yeah. It's 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 in it's that sense. It's a miraculous achievement. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. Like like the and like the thing is, is that like usually I'm a sucker for like animation that's as good as this. I felt nothing looking at this. It wasn't even impressive. Like there's so much cool animation and the style is fantastic and all of it just washed off of me like water off a duck's back. It passed over me and through me. Quack 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 quack. 
All right. Uh, anyway, Alex, do you have a book to recommend? I'm not sure. So maybe you should go first. Oh, God, I don't have one. <laughs> I was going to look for one while you look for one. Well, while you, yeah, you talk about yeah. yours, so I guess we both need to look for one immediately. I haven't, been, re- I haven't, I haven't been reading enough. Watch, fuck, fucking watching Riverdale. <laughs> That's our book recommendation. Our joint book recommendation is Riverdale. <laughs> All right, I'll recommend something that's basically the complete polar opposite. <laughs> uh, All right, go ahead. So this uh, is Caracadora by Gail Jones. This is a 1975 novel. I think it was her first. Uh, so she, uh, she is still alive, but she's like extremely reclusive. So she's... Um, kind of came out of um, not quite nowhere as like a um with with this novel about a black woman who uh has a miscarriage because her abusive husband um is throws her down stairs and then it's essentially kind of walking like going through how she reconciles kind of um, her mother and grandmother's uh, legacies, which, which which focused hugely on kind of um, not just their own bloodline, but on passing down their own history and stories and and trauma, um, because her grandmother um, and mother i think were both raped by their slave their slave owner um and i think she is i think he's her grandfather through that or something and so now that she um because of the miscarriage she can is rendered infertile and so she has to kind of reckon with her inability to kind of uh, carry on their their lineage and so it's 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 rough. It's I mean it's it's a um, difficult novel, and like Gail Jones herself, kind of wound up in a very abusive marriage um, after writing this, and essentially almost disappeared from public life because her husband was kind of so controlling, uh, and so there's a really kind of like heartbreaking um, aspect of her of her own life, uh, but. It's a really excellent novel. Uh, this is uh, Corregidora by Gail Jones. All right. I'm going to recommend something that is the exact opposite of that, because uh, that was sad. Uh, I'm going to recommend the book that I'm currently rereading, which is Mort by Terry Pratchett. Um, so, and this is sort of a blanket recommendation for the Discworld novels generally. Um, but Mort was the first Discworld novel that I ever read, and, uh, I recommend it be the first Discord novel that, Discord, Discord novel, Discworld novel, uh, that any of you read, because it's very good. Uh, so, Discworld is a, if you, if you're unfamiliar, Discworld is a fantasy, fantasy comedy universe created by Terry Pratchett in, like, I think he started writing these books in the 70s. Um, and there are like 30 books and they form a bunch of sort of sub series all set in the same universe, the Discworld. Um, and Mort is the first book of my favorite of those book of favorite of those sub series, which is the death sub series, which concerns the character of, of death. He is, he is the, the anthropomorphic personification of death in the Discworld oh. universe. Um, and he, um, and he's great. He's awesome. He's a fantastic character. So there are some, a few other ones. There's, um, is he also called John death? He's no, no, he's just called death. Um, oh, okay. and you see, yeah, so there are a few other series in the Discworld uh, sort of thing. There's the, there's the witches series. I actually forget what the first book in that series is. There's the, uh, the industrial revolution series, which is really, really good. Um, the other like big fan favorite one is the city watch series, which begins with guards, guards. Um, but I, I like the Death series uh, a little bit more. And so Death is, he's this sort of like, it's hard to describe his character. He speaks entirely in small caps with no quotation marks. 
uh, and he uh, characters often describe his voice as arriving in there in like I think Mort in his book describes or like Terry, Terry Pratchett describes Mort as as feeling like the voice uh, arrive death's voice arrived in his head without bothering to pass through the air first. Um, <laughs> And he basically, so Mort is a book specifically about this sort of dopey farm kid named Mort who goes, who his dad decides to like get him an apprenticeship because he's causing too much trouble on the farm. And so they go to like the job fair where all the boys get apprenticed that he doesn't get, he's the the only boy who does not get picked up for an apprenticeship by anybody. And then death shows up and is like, Hey, I would like to take you on as an apprentice. Um, and Mort uh, is, He's just sort of like he's just like a dork. He re- he's like he's like the only person in his family who knows how to read, uh, and he reads a lot of books and asks a lot of questions. Uh, that and nobody likes him for that. Um, and he's sort of clumsy and and trusting in in an interesting way. And so yeah, so this book is about him, sort of. Uh, it's a coming of age novel in a certain way, uh, in a very unusual circumstance of him learning how to do the job of the Grim Reaper who is dealing with his own... The Grim Reaper is dealing with his own sort of personal uh, familial trauma. Not trauma, but, like, baggage, I guess. Because uh, he has he has an adopted daughter who is a bitch. Uh, she's great. She's amazing. She's, the, she's, a, she's, a, she's amazing, but she's, she's, she's uh, an asshole. Um, That's my favorite kind. Yeah, uh, and Mort, and and she's really mean to Mort, and then Mort starts like developing crushes on people that he's supposed to be uh, reaping the souls of, uh, which is uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good book. Uh, I strongly recommend Mort, and I strongly if you if you like Mort, because like the thing is, is that like it's not Discworld is not like a lot of other fantasy comedy. Like these, the Discworld books are funny, but they are j- just as often as they are funny, they are genuinely effective like fantasy novels and also like on occasion genuinely like really moving and emotionally effective and beautiful and terry pratchett is a really really excellent writer um like you know he like the the discworld books are a collision of like high and low culture in the best way possible (laughs) like they are yeah they're they're really good and i would recommend that if you've never read any discworld novels that you give them a shot hell yeah uh all right, so it is my turn to decide what we're watching next month. Thank goodness. Uh, and I... I, 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 I chose Redline because I had no idea what to do. Um, so, next month, we are going to be watching Porco Rosso, directed by Hayao Miyazaki and produced by Studio Ghibli. This is our second, third, second Ghibli film? And... Uh... Well, let's see. Grave of the Fireflies was. Oh was yeah, that? yeah, that was Ghibli. Okay, so yeah, this is our third because we watched we watched Grave of the Fireflies and then we watched uh, fucking the princess uh, tale of the oh Kaguya uh, tale of the princess Kaguya, um, and then now we're watching Porco Rosso, and I I am proud of us for avoiding the obvious Ghibli picks. <laughs> um, you know, like we, I love Spirited Away. I love Kiki's Delivery Service so so much, and and Princess Mononoke. I love all those movies so so much. But also, everybody already knows about those movies. Um, That's true. You know, um, and you know, lots of people know about Grave of the Fireflies. But yeah, and this is also this is also the first. Ghibli film we're watching that's directed by Hayao Miyazaki. The other two were directed by God. What is his name? Uh, uh, the, the angry one. <laughs> well, Miyazaki is also the angry one. They're both. I know. They're both the angry one. Isao Takahata. Uh, uh, Isao Takahata is more than the angry one. The dead one. Uh, <laughs> right. Whereas Hayao Miyazaki, uh, death, death continues. Yes, reports of his death have been greatly exaggerated. Uh, so yeah, this will be our first, our first Miyazaki film, our, our only our third Ghibli film, and it's a, it is. I love this movie. We've both seen it before, and so we both see, we've both seen it before, and we both love this movie. So uh, if you if you didn't like this episode because you don't for some reason like us complaining about shows. <laughs> Uh, which I don't know why you would watch, you'd listen to this podcast if you didn't like us complaining because that's all we do and we're really funny. Um, but uh, next episode will just be us gushing about a movie that we like. Hell yeah! Uh, so yeah, that'll be it. Uh, Porco Rosso, directed by Hayao Miyazaki and uh, produced by Studio Ghibli. Uh, Alex, where can people find you on the internet? Let's see. Twitter. Uh, done. 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 
Although if they kill TweetDeck, I'm going to finally leave for good uh, <laughs> and move to Mastodon. Where you find me at Catalina at selfie.army at selfie with a Y. I stream on trash.cloud. And I guess that's it. What about you, Cass? Where are you? Uh, okay, well, so I remembered that we have an email address. Uh, so I decided to check uh, our email address and we have... Uh, we've not received any emails, but we have, uh, I received this insane email with a, in the spam folder called how I conquered my quote fear of the camera. Hi, my friend. <laughs> I was always jealous of marketers who could look into a webcam and to deliver a marketing message and carry it off with style. Whenever I tried it, I felt exposed like a bullfighter facing a bull, his eyes glaring, just waiting for you to make a mistake. Did I mention that I'm a bit camera shy? Um, but then it occurred to me, all the top marketers show their face to the camera so their followers could have a one-on-one experience with them and not just the marketing superstars, but everyday business people too. Uh, yeah, this is long. It's, it's insane. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there's been some good spam recently. I got one that was... What was that spam message I got? Yeah, it, it, it was just like, like, I didn't even read the entire thing. I just saw the preview in my mail. It was just Edward Scissorhands film analysis. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, that's so fucking good. Oh, you got it. Do I, you remember? I, I, I talk about this all the time, so you probably remember it from me talking about it. But do you remember when, when John Hendren, Twitter user at Fart, got on HLN to, uh, because he was confused for another guy named John Hendren? And he got brought on to talk about Edward Snowden. And he just talked about Edward Scissorhands for 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, also, here's a here's a lucrative offer that I found in our spam folder. Uh, somebody from I actually don't know what that top level domain, but somebody from the the government of of Pluto, I think, uh, has Holy sent us has sent us an email uh, saying, "I implore your partnership in a project of lofty dividends. Please revert to me for more details." I, I, I love to revert. I love to revert to you. Wow, there's, I, there's another one from a, a little bit of that which also says revert instead of replies. It's, I have a business proposal of 9.2 million United States dollar for you kindly revert back for more details. Some bug in Google Translate, I guess. Yeah, somebody has become convinced that the word for reply in English well, is revert. Just, just machine learning algorithms yeah. have gotten confused. <laughs> uh, anyway. You can find me on Twitter at Profit underscore Goddess. You can find me on Mastodon at Profit underscore Goddess at Skeleton.cool. Uh, you can play video games that I've made, including my exciting update, upcoming uh, first-person shooter, Anathema, at ProfitGoddess.itch.io, no underscore. I stream all the time at Trash.cloud. Uh, and you can find the show on Twitter at AnimeIsForJerks. You can find the show on Mastodon at AnimeIsForJerks at Skeleton.cool. I almost said at gmail.com. You can email us <laughs> at animatorsfordricks at gmail.com. Uh, please send us emails so that I don't have to keep reading spam on here and I can instead <laughs> I, read your beautiful, you, you thoughtful... They have to be funnier than those spam messages. Yes, please. If you send me an email, I should want to read it more than the spam. Uh, <laughs> it's a low bar. You think, that's a, you think that would be a low bar? I've seen some emails. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen some, as we just hands analyses. <laughs> I've seen emails glittering off the Tannhauser gate. Uh, attack emails off the shoulder of Orion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I know you don't like Blade Runner. Uh... <laughs> Next anime, Blade Runner. Blade Runner's basically an anime. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll see you all next month. All right, good night. Good night. <laughs>